going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these periods of a pandemic. I hope y'all are still washing your hands. I hope y'all are still staying away from people. I hope y'all are still wearing your mask, you know, doing all the things you know to protect not just yourself, not just yourself, but your family and your friends and all your loved ones as well. Hope y'all are staying safe, man. Hope y'all are having a wonderful week so far. I know it's just Tuesday, Tuesday morning, but I hope y'all having a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope the days are going smooth for you. And I hope everything that you're working towards in 2021 is working out well for for you. If this is your first time around these parts, hello, my name is Kalichi Waba. I like to talk about all things money. I like to talk about personal finance and investing every Tuesday. And on Thursdays, I like to focus on the business world and how that affects the dollars in your pocket. And sometimes we touch on politics every now and again, but that's just to figure out how are the decisions that our policymakers affecting the dollars in your pockets. But today, we're focused on personal finance and investing and the topic for today is what exactly is the easiest route for anybody to become a millionaire so as i like to do i like to scour the webs you know i get all kinds of notification on my phone about different articles because i like to read newspapers and get informed about different information and one of the articles that i saw which was pretty interesting i've heard people say the stat but i've never really uh, paid attention to it But they said that about 80% of millionaires are actually first generation millionaires. But even more important, 62% of those millionaires worked a nine to five job. Now this kind of blew my mind. This literally blew my mind when they when I read those stats because usually when I think of millionaires, I think of athletes, I think of YouTube superstars, I think of people with an alluring lifestyle, you know, people who are able to accomplish a lot of great things in their lives is usually how we think of millionaires. We don't think of millionaires as like everyday next door neighbors. We don't think of millionaires as people who drive a Honda Civic, a 2004 Honda Civic or a 1999 Honda Accord or anything like that. As you guys can tell, I love Hondas. Hondas are my like car. But anyway, the point is you don't think of them being just regular people. We always think of millionaires as being something that's unbelievable, something that we are attaining for, like something that is so difficult to achieve. But I'm here to tell you in today's episode, it's not as hard as you may think it is. It's not as difficult as people may have put it to be. Now, I say it's easy and I say it's simple, but it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of onus on our part to take ownership of our lives, to take over our lives, to say, this is what I'm going to do and other to accomplish this. When we think of millionaires, we think of people that we see on YouTube. We think of YouTubers, athletes, flash on bloggers, Instagrammers, all these kind of fancy, fancy, smancy things. But a lot of times, most millionaires actually work the nine to five job, which is, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. But the point that I'm trying to get to is being a millionaire is not as difficult. And even more importantly, you can be a lazy millionaire. I like that. I want to become a lazy millionaire. It's I want to be a lazy millionaire. As Bill Gates once said, I choose a lazy person to do a hard job 
because a lazy person will find an easy way to do that hard job. The hard job is to become a millionaire, but I am lazy. Therefore, I will find the laziest path in order for us to become a millionaire. So let's get this thing started. Step one of becoming a lazy millionaire. It's something most people never say, or rather believe to be stupid in this day and age. A lot of people think what I'm about to say is dumb and they think that it's useless and they think that it's pointless and they think that why should people actually do this? But I still find it to be one of the easiest routes for you to become a millionaire with some caveats. And that is for you to get an actual education. Yes, I still believe that education, I still believe that school, I still believe that college is worthwhile. But with that, there are some caveats. You cannot just go to college without a plan. No, 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 no. If you are under the age of 18, if you are still in high school, do not just go to college and think that, oh yeah, I'm just going to get a job after I get out of college. Don't work that way. You have to pick the right career that you want to go to college for. If you don't know what you want to do with your life, that's okay too. That's very much okay. But while you're still figuring that out, don't go to a full four-year degree college. That's a lot of money that you're going to be wasting. And these schools are going to be preying on you with student loans and all these other things that just put you deeper and deeper and deeper into debt. Don't do that. Figure out what you like. And then figure out what you're going to get paid for to do. If you can find the middle ground where what you like and you're getting paid to do what you like, that's the that's the perfect lifestyle. For me, that was engineering. I enjoyed engineering. Even in college, one of the things you will learn is when you're in college, one of the hardest parts of college is literally the roadblock that you hit in some of your favorite subjects or some of the hardest subjects that you have will actually hinder you or want to hinder you from making progress. But the only way that you can push through it is by you having a passion for that thing. It's by you figuring out like, you know what? I want to do this thing so well, so much. For me, that was thermodynamics. And oh my God, was that class on, it's literally in mechanical engineering, at least in the college that I went to, it is seen as a, as a weed out class. In other words, a lot of people fail out of it. As a matter of fact, my starting mechanical engineering class we started with i think it was like 150 students by the end of that semester we're only 50 there are only 50 of us left in that class and so it's like a weed out classes but the thing is when you really enjoy something the the more difficult it becomes the more you enjoy it the more you find passion in it the more you find new ways to do it the more you're like oh this is how this works and this is how that works and this is how all these things work together and it's like oh my god this is so amazing it's unbelievable but if you don't have a passion for it and you're just chasing it because dollar dollar bills y'all when it gets difficult you're gonna have a animosity towards it and you're gonna hate it and you won't be able to push past the barriers that show up so step one get an education Maybe you're you're past the age that I'm talking to, or maybe you're older. Figure out ways you can get things like um, licenses. Maybe you can get things like you can go get uh, certifications and different things. Anything that makes you more knowledgeable, anything that makes you stand out in a crowd because of something that you have is always a benefit. It's always a benefit. I know everybody is anti-college right now. I know everybody is anti-student loans and all of this stuff. Not to say that student loans are good because I believe colleges are preying on a lot of young people. 
I know it's not the thing that most people want to talk about and it's not the thing that most people will advise people to do in this day and age, especially on the internet where everybody believes that college is trash. But there's a lot that you can learn at school, in college, especially for some of the things that like sciences, like uh, like engineering, like being a doc, all these different careers that you can actually achieve. And the easiest way to achieve them is actually through college. Now, that's not to say that it's an automatic thing that if I just do this, it equals that. No, 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 no. There's still a lot of work that you have to put in learning how to interview properly, learning your people skills, learning how to work in groups, learning how to have multiple projects going on at the same time, your time management skills, very important. Or do you have a developmental mindset where you can work in different avenues on at different points in time? All of these things come together. All of these things work together in order for you to get to where you need to be. Step two of becoming a lazy millionaire live on less than you make live on less than you make for a lot of us this is where we mess up the whole lazy millionaire thing this is where we we just make the whole thing harder than it needs to be this is where we throw the baby out with the bathwater and we say it's impossible to be a millionaire this is where we mess up this is where we mess up because for a lot of us we go to college we do well, we get a decently well-paying job, and then we forget the goal. We forget the end zone. We forget why, what the goal is at the end of the day. We say, whoo, I am making more money than I've ever made at any point in my life. I can afford all the things that I've been dreaming of. And so what do we do? We buy a fancy car because guess what? I deserve to own a fancy car. I just finished college. I deserve this fancy car. And then somebody tells you like, oh, you need to buy a house. So we buy a house that's way too expensive, way out of a budget instead of, you know, maybe still living with roommates for a while so you can save more money and put a higher down payment on the house. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I know, I know living with roommates, especially when you get out of college is like, yo, I'm finally free from this ideology of living with roommates. This is freedom. No more roommate bondage to hold me back. But you know what? Sometimes living in a roommate can actually save you some money. It can actually do you wonders. Or the other one is if you're still working in the town where your parents live, maybe live with your parents. It's like, oh, hell no. I'm not living with my parents. <laughs> That's so restrictive. But the thing is like, even in that, living with your parents can be one of the greatest blessings for you because it can actually help you to stay on track because you don't want to hear their noise. And so you're just like doing the things that you ought to be doing. And I know at the same time, your parents can be, I mean, depending on the kind of environment that you're living in, your parents can be kind of annoying, but like, there's so much, especially for those of us who graduated college with student loans. It is not time for you to get out of college, you get your first job, and then you start trying to show off to everybody. No, that first job is literally only for you to pay off all your student loans. Literally, you shouldn't be buying trips, you shouldn't be traveling, in my opinion. You shouldn't be eating out all the time. You shouldn't be buying expensive gifts for everybody because guess what? I got the money now. And so therefore, because I got this money, I need to buy this house. I need to buy this fancy painting. I need to buy those fancy shoes. I need to buy this new suit. Don't worry about it. The suit that you wore to get the interview when you were still in college that got you the job, guess what? It's still good enough, at least for your first two years of working when you're still gaining experience and gaining skills. You don't need to be buying all this stuff. 
And this is where we mess up. Too many of us get to this point, get to step number two, and we mess the whole thing up. We take on loans after loans. We take on, we start using our credit card all willy nilly because guess what? I'm going to get paid in two weeks anyway. We miss the entire thing. We buy cars that we cannot afford because guess what? I got to show up because guess what? I got this good job now. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You have to learn to live below your means. That doesn't mean that you can't buy anything, but it means that you prioritize the things that needs to be priority. And for some people, bumpy will be like, well, I don't go eat, drink coffee all the time. So therefore I'm living below my knees. Like, dude, if you still buying the latest iPhone that comes out every single year and you ain't saving up to buy, make that purchase, you ain't living below your means. There are ways that we can enjoy life without having to sacrifice our future. There are ways that we can enjoy life without having to break our backs. Because that's what's going to happen. Because in order for you to pay down the debt, you're going to have to, your whole, the whole lazy thing goes out the window. You can't do the lazy thing anymore. You can't do the lazy thing anymore. So live below your means. Ensure you're finding new ways to be able to cut little things out. To be able to continue to enjoy life without spending an exorbitant amount of money. I say all of these things because I made this mistake when I got out of college. I was in debt from stupid stuff. Stuff that I can't even show you like, oh, here's the book, the fancy book that I bought. No, I don't have any proof of it anymore. That's why I'm so passionate about this. Because I made that dumb decision when I got my first job after college. I was like, oh, I got a job. I'm making more money than I've ever seen in my life coming into my paycheck now. Coming into my bank account on a regular basis. And I entered debt. I entered it willfully and willingly. Chained myself up. Because at the end of the day, the, the lender or the borrower is always slave to the lender. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, it's biblical. Because everything you do, everything you think about, everything that's on your mind is not about building yourself. It's about how do I get out of debt? How do I free myself from this master that's holding my hands? So live below your means. I'm sorry if I got too loud. I'm sorry if I got too bad. But this thing really hurts me because I see it way too often. I see it way too often. And step number three of becoming a lazy millionaire is save and invest. 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 I meet a lot of people that do one of those two things, but they never do both. People will do, I'm saving. They accomplished the first two steps. They went to school, they got a good job, or they did a side hustle thing, and that's paying them pretty well. They're living good life. They've been able to make money in their life. And then they do, they get to step three, and all they do is they save their money. Because guess what? It's too risky, man. I, I can't invest. I work too hard for my money. I can't invest. The stock market, that's too risky. That's too risky. Starting a business that could probably bring something else in? I can't do that. That's too risky. That's too risky. Taking another course to make myself better? I don't know about that. 
I don't know about that. Invest in my sister. I don't know about that. So you have people that will save their money in some bank account as inflation eats that thing away. And so they have to keep working. They have to keep working. They're playing the game right. They did the first two steps very well. But then they get to step number three and they mess it up. It is not good enough. It is not enough for you to save money. You must invest whatever way that looks like for you, whether that be in business, whether that be with increasing your mindset to be able to later on invest in the stock market, whether that be in real estate, whatever it is, invest, invest in your mind. I think one of the things that whenever we think about investing, we always spaz out and think, oh, it has to be the stock market, real estate, business. Simply put, investing is growing yourself. Making yourself better. Whether it's investing in courses to make yourself stand out more. Whether it's investing in a business idea that you think may be good for you. Whether it's investing in the stock market. Whether it's investing in real estate. Whatever form of investment that looks like, invest. Don't get complacent. Like somebody told me one time, if you ain't learning, you're dying. Because the world never stops. The world will leave you behind. You have to continually grow. You have to continually find new ways of doing things. You have to continually learn it. Whether it's through watching even YouTube videos about things that is interesting to you. Learn. Learn and grow. Invest in your greatest asset of all, which is your body and your mind. Learn and grow. Do not stay stagnant. Do not remain in the same place that you have been after you graduated from college. Because guess what? That makes you that much more easily replaceable. Because guess what? When we work for these companies, we're like cogs in a machine. Any day they can wake up and either make the machine more efficient by removing some cogs or just replacing some cogs. So invest. Invest in you. Invest in yourself. Invest in the stock market. This is the key for you to get to being a millionaire. And yes, it is lazy because a lot of times investing in yourself can look as easy as you watching YouTube videos and learning how to do something. Or it can look as easy as you reading a book because you enjoy to read. Or it can look as easy as you investing in an index fund because you don't ever have to think about it. As the market goes, so goes your money. And historically, the market usually goes up. There might be moments where the market is doing this number, but eventually the market is doing this number to the high highs. It's doing this. It's not doing this. It's doing over time going up higher and higher. So invest or else, as Warren Buffett said, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. You will work until you die. And the final step is a bonus step. And that is give give that can be given of your money that can be given of your time that can be given of your talents but regardless give the reason why giving is so important because it frees you of the mindset of everything being too risky it frees you of the mindset of believing like i only have so little it frees you of the mindset of believing that you can't accomplish something and it gives you perspective it gives you perspective in life 
So give, give, give. You guys know I love to say it. Generosity is greater than greed. Because when you get greedy and all you're trying to do is hoard more and hoard more and hoard more, you will never find peace. You will never find fulfillment. You will never find relaxation because all you're doing is running to hoard more and more and more. All you want more. I need more. I need more. I need more. And you won't be able to find your fulfillment in it. You won't be able to find true joy in anything. You won't be able to find true peace in life because you're always chasing more and more and more. And when you're in that game, guess what? You always look at other people like, I need more than him. I need more than her. I need more than them. Always chasing more. And life of chasing more and more and more, life becomes meaningless. Because the things that make life truly great, it's not the money, but it's the love that you share with those around you. At the end of the day, the richest men are those that have people around them that love them and they truly love. And that is true wealth. I'm not saying you shouldn't try and do all the other stuff, but in this, when you give, when you give, it just, it just frees you. It just frees you up. It just frees you up. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And the quick rundown of everything you need to do to become a lazy millionaire is step one. Get educated. Find ways to make money. Whether it's educated within school, which I still encourage people to do, or out of school with the University of YouTube. Two, live on less than you make. Avoid lifestyle inflation as much as possible. Just because you start making more money doesn't mean you need to start spending more money. Step three, save and invest. Save and invest. And that can look like you investing in yourself to learn more. That can look at you investing in a business idea that you have. That can look like you investing in the stock market, which is the laziest way of investing because you just follow the market. Or that can look like you investing in real estate and renting out rooms or even just buying a house and renting it out or just buying a house and growing with the appreciation of that real estate. Now, I'm not saying go rush and buy a house now. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'll say that again. Do not rush and go buy a house just because you make more money. And because people have told you that that's the path to wealth. One day we got to talk about house and how that can actually cost you more money than actually renting. Because a lot of people love to talk about how how buying a house is a perfect way for wealth building. They never talk about all the other costs that come along with it. But that's a whole other diatribe. And finally, give. Give. Because like we always say, generosity is always greater than greed. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.